welcome to the Armageddon after party. Beacon of hope in a dark, dark world. Clearly, I am not Dick Loverboy. Sadly, he could not be with us tonight. He and Mrs. Loverboy, sometime in the next few hours, I believe, will be staring down the eye of a hurricane named Dorian, traveling down to Florida to take a well-deserved vacation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Straight toward it. It's like Thelma and Louise. <laughs> With us, as always, is... Uh, what do you want to go by tonight? He's not here. You can have whatever nickname you want. No, I think... I think I'm stuck with what stuck you got. With a little squeak. Yeah, why are you? <laughs> and of course, I am the Reverend Flores. So, we would like to welcome you guys to the Armageddon after party. That's right. Yeah, the Armageddon <laughs> after party. Uh, yeah, man, this is. I mean, this is really ballsy of him. I'm thinking about like, uh, first of all, I was. Uh, I thought they were already out of town. And uh, I went to Little Kings tonight. I was going to go. I had my backpack. Were they I had there? my notebooks. I had my, all my stuff. I was going to sit down by myself and do some writing, maybe prepare for an upcoming comedy set at some point in time around the corner. And they're just all sitting there. Like the entire <laughs> like happy hour squad is chilled out. There's Mr. Loverboy, Mrs. Loverboy. Everybody's there. I was just like, I wasn't expecting this tonight. <laughs> we got time. Yeah. Storm's not going to hit until <laughs> I've done my calculations. Because, yeah, I was thinking like, oh, okay, so they're already down there. They're at least going to have several days of, of nice weather for a little while. And I think Pensacola was where they're heading first. Yeah. But, no, they're just, like I said, they're heading straight down straight into it. towards it. It should be interesting. Yeah. Well, he's, well, he's got to go there to Little Kings first to get the liquid courage oh, yeah, flowing yeah. where it just doesn't matter. I was like, dude, you want to record a podcast tonight? He's like, no, nah, I got to pack. <laughs> got to pack. I mean, how much is he going to take? He I did. mean, come on. A couple of drinks later, he's like, hey, uh, if you guys want to come over to like my house, bring the stuff over, we could record. I was like, that's going to piss off your wife so bad. I'm not doing that. He's no. like, you don't have to spend the next seven days with her. Come on. I was like, no, absolutely not. We're not doing this. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wait and see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there may be an opening. Oh, yeah, In the yeah. bunker. We'll keep what? you posted. It is weird. Like, a lot of times I will joke about people dying and stuff, but then every now and then I'm like, what if... You're going to get one does, right. What if this does go horribly wrong? And, like, <laughs> my last memory of talking about our dear friend was just joking about the fact that... And was, we got it recorded. <laughs> it's already released. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So, hopefully, if... Uh, if They're going to be fine. If all goes well... Uh, they will be able to listen to this podcast on the way back from the uh, <laughs> hurricane-infested Florida. That was the weird part about their vacation. Like they've got, uh, I think they're staying. With will some they get friends. a rate? Will they get it cheaper? <laughs> I don't know, but they're they're staying with friends like the first few days of it. So that's the part where there's more flexibility. The last half of the vacation, I think they've actually got a hotel booked. So that's the one where he's like, "We got to get our money's worth." And it's like, not if a damn hurricane comes rolling over you. No. <laughs> I paid for the damn room. I want my room. He's like, yeah, you vacation in hurricane season. You roll the dice. That's well, what you get. He'll be back, and they'll, they'll, I'm sure it'll be an interesting story, to say oh, the yeah. least, with the whole. But it makes me wonder, does God hate Dick Loverboy? I don't think he... I don't think he would. I mean, if, if he exists, I don't think he would hate Dick Loverboy. You don't think so? No. I don't think he'll hate him. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to want to hang out with him, probably. He just wants to annoy him enough, just ruin his vacation a little bit? I don't bit. know. I think they'd get along pretty good. 
Yeah, probably so. He's entertaining. Oh, definitely. Red. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about God. What now? I don't know how entertaining he is. Oh. <laughs> I guess he's pretty funny. No, yeah, he's mean, all right. You know. Dude. So I did. I finished up uh, Screwball the other day. Oh, yeah? What'd yeah, you think? I was doing the dishes, had the uh, little uh, the, the pad propped up over there. God, that movie is great. Is it not great? <laughs> and how they did it with the kids? Yeah, oh, it's pretty great. amazing. Yeah. And uh, it was another weird thing where um, they got to what I thought was like the end of the story, and then I happened to touch the uh, the thing and realized there's like another 25 minutes left. I was like, oh, my God. But it, it kept going. Again, that's the amazing thing about that movie is like everybody in the movie has some insane Same, backstory. Oh, yeah. my God. And how they all came together. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the, uh, the the professional Tanner, I can't remember the guy's name and the thing, like Billy or something. It's, uh, it's Porter. Porter. Porter Fisher. Porter Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> and the kid, the kid that they got to play him, like I just, I just, just amazing. I love that kid. Oh, it it was, a, it's a toss up between him and... And the uh, redheaded reporter, when they show that kid, and he's got like a, a spiked ginger hair with like a glued on, like bright red beard. That kid just looks so freakish. But yeah, the Porter Fisher kid, he reminded me of, uh, I had a friend growing up named Travis, and uh, he was a heavyset fella, uh, not unlike this child actor that was playing young Porter, playing Porter Fisher. And uh, now, like in his adulthood, I forgot what he does. I think he might actually do like some sort of a fitness thing or whatever. But he's he's pretty ripped now. Nice. But uh, fun kid to grow up with. But one fun thing about him was he got picked on because of his weight. Like we'd fuck with him about that. But he would. Um, do you remember like Hulk Hogan? How like in the ring he would start hulking out, oh, like yeah. losing it, and, like smacking himself in the face and just turning red. Travis would do this shit. Like we would, like on a weekly basis, we would fuck with him hard enough that he finally just hulked out, and he never, he got never got to the point where he actually reached the the point where Hulk Hogan is like grabbing you and beating the shit yeah, out of you. Drop the leg on you. Oh yeah, the yeah. huge meaty thigh. Yeah. But yeah, for some reason that kid reminded me so much of him. Brought back good memories. That guy, unfortunately, is one of the biggest suckers <laughs> and the most gullible person. Yeah. Ever and wh what did it make you? How did it make you feel towards? I don't know if you were a big baseball fan, but were you kind of like, you know, fuck MLB? Yeah, that whole yeah, it'll make How you think. How they fucking their fucking investigation? Yeah, and they were just paying people shit. Oh, it's and they they wanted to. Uh, was it the doctor that they wanted to hire, or one of the guys to help with the investigation? Oh, yeah, yeah, the main character. Oh, that's Screwball. right. They paid him, like, supposedly yeah. $5 million. They, they wanted but... to put him on the payroll, to, And it's all over, like, under $4,000. Yeah. Just, Which, just the principle. But of I love it, just... too, because the story, he, he gets hit. Yeah. And he gets this insurance money. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I want to do all the marketing. Yeah, this is great. This stuff. People <laughs> need to do this to get in shape and fucking lose weight. <clears throat> but he even called himself a professional tanner. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like, uh, what is the John Cusack movie where the, there's that kid, the the, the uh, kid that throws things the newspapers that wants his two dollars, and the entire movie he's just like, "Give me my two dollars." Summer something, and is that the fuck? I can't. I'm not even remember that. I think it's Better Off Dead. Better Off Dead. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Elaine Myers. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The once great man, now a portrait in foppishness. No, but they the guy that because you know the guy that did that documentary is also I said I think I said last time the one that did co Cocaine Cowboys. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Ah, and A Rod. 
You piece of shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's like there's a reason everybody hates this guy. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Just acting that way. Yeah. This is bullshit. I'm out of here. And then he goes straight to the radio station when he's in that meeting with MLB and they're asking stuff. Yeah. And Well, it's like, uh, I mean, it's like the whole thing with who was the uh, the cyclist that Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong fought so hard and like threw so many people under the bus. And that's the thing. Like A-Rod, you can just be a dick about this. That's fine. But like the fact that they leaked the information on somebody else just to get him in the news to try to knock A-Rod out of the news. It's like, now you're just ruining people's lives, you fucking dick. Yeah, and that's, oh, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> and unfortunately, like, and with Lance, it's like, yeah, everybody's doing it. I mean, you got, you got fucking caught. It's like, mm-hmm. come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it is, that is shitty to fucking throw other people under the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the A-Rod thing, you're right. Oh, yeah. A diversion tactic. Yeah. But yeah, Netflix, Screwball. Definitely recommend watching Absolutely. this movie. Please do. It's well done. Also, just anything that guy does. Oh, like, fuck yeah. If you haven't seen Cocaine Cowboys, what yeah. are you doing? One and two. One and two. <laughs> Holy shit. But I follow that guy on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and just... Uh, fucking Miami. Yeah. God. Just Florida in general and just the distilled that's insanity own, of Miami. That's, yeah. a, that's a whole different universe yeah. down there. It's... It's like the Wild West. Yeah, when they just start bringing in, like, uh, not really supporting characters because this is a documentary, but when new characters come in, they're like, oh, the reason he's in Florida is this horrible shit happened in, like, Baltimore or whatever. Right. Like, everybody's just got a screwed up backstory. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) And and they make that comment of, like, people, yeah, people come to Florida for a reason, and that reason is usually that some crazy shit happens somewhere else and they're trying to get away from it. Yeah, what a town. I mean, I I guess, like, a town built... You know, how much cocaine was coming through there. Yeah, yeah. And that's what everything was built. Because I was listening to that guy in an interview, and he was talking about you had all this real estate that was being bought, and mm-hmm. you know, um, all these real estate agents that own their companies, but they decided to form their own bank. Yeah, yeah. And then they were on the board, and so they just started giving loans out like a motherfucker. And mm-hmm. then when the housing crash happened back in, like, early 2000s who bailed them out mm-hmm. when all was said and done it's like fuck Miami man how how does anybody survive down there it just seems crazy all these stories and how that is down there oh, yeah. have you ever been to Miami no never been that far I'm a little scared to go <laughs> yeah it is it is weird too because there's all the insanity of Miami but then there's also the golden girls was set in Miami wasn't that Oh, I think that's right. Yeah. So there's well, this weird know, soft old lady side that I really want to like. Check and I know out. I haven't been there, and mm-hmm. I probably should go mm-hmm. and then really like spend some time there and and make my judgment. It's probably maybe it's a great place. Oh yeah. To yeah. Some. But it's like when I went to Vegas. Oh god. Like, oh. Oh <laughs> no, I had a good time. Don't get me wrong, but I was it's with a, some good people. But fuck, it's man, a weird place. I man. don't understand people that want to go there for vacation. Like that's yeah. how they go. Like I get maybe going there for a weekend for a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe a the NCAA double tournament for some betting, you know mm-hmm. that. But God, the people that like to go there constantly, I don't see how you do it. Yeah, like old people sometimes go out there on a regular basis and play slot machines, stuff like that. But what the fuck? I think if you're under a certain age and you're going to Vegas on a regular basis, there's probably something wrong with you, unless you're just like big generate, money. Like, oh, well, uh, that's true. If you've got, if you can roll it. But yeah, even yeah. then, like I was, I was thinking that I was like. Even if I had the money to do whatever in this town, yeah. I don't think this is where I would want to be. Yeah. Like, it's just not, 
all the all the lights and just the I don't know, man. And I, I'm not a big gambler anyway. Mm-hmm. So like being in the casino, it was interesting. The one thing I liked about it the most was watching other people. Yes, the people watching. Now, if you're into that, yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> just go into any casino, sit down, and just fucking have at it. Again, the old people. I love watching an old woman drag an oxygen tank around, like pulling slot machine handles. And you know the best thing too <laughs> is like if you if you walk by them or get a little close, like mm-hmm. the, the the looks you will get from them. <laughs> it's like you're looking at their cards. You know they, what I mean? Like you're peering up, but they're just playing a slot machine, and they think you're fucking up their luck. Whatever, well, absolutely. Whatever. You're standing and it's tilting this machine. Mm-hmm. You're putting pressure where you shouldn't be. Oh, my yeah, coins yeah. are. I'm not gonna get my coins. It's a weird vibe, man. Mm-hmm. It was weird. <laughs> and I don't know. It just seems like too much. It just seems way too much. Yeah. There's just too much of everything. Yeah. We're in a fucking desert. We're in a fucking <laughs> desert. And you can just, and, and that's another, like, I. that's another weird thing where it's just this spot in the U.S. And, and Miami's one, too. But it's just like, that's eh, Vegas. Everything stays in vain. You know, it's like as long as you're not really fucking acting the fool and really causing harm to anybody, you can fucking pretty much do whatever the fuck you (laughs) want. Just anything goes. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder if there is just a certain level because Vegas, definitely there's something unnatural about that, that you're out in the middle of the desert and there's all this crazy shit. Just getting water in a fucking desert. But what's the deal with Miami? Is it, isn't it all just swampland that they filled in and. Look, and like I said, I haven't (laughs) been to Miami. This is me going off some some crazy story shit. Oh, yeah. You know, but. Is there just some weird aspect of it where, like, on some subconscious level, just naturally, it's like, people shouldn't be here. People, why do people gather here? Why do the most insane people gather to this place? And why does it cost this goddamn much? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you want me to come, but I can't fucking afford it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know what it felt like? Because where we were at in Vegas, the hotel that we were staying, it wasn't one of the the best. I mean, it wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. But what it reminded me was of a, like a hotel at Panama City Beach, mm-hmm. like spring break. Like that's oh, yeah. what I felt like the whole time I walked through there. Yeah, yeah. God, and everywhere you went, just people smoking weed. It was just fucking great. <laughs> oh, it yeah. was great. But then going out at night, there's these guys on the corner that have these they're for call girls oh, but they have like the, the cards, cards and they're yeah, all yeah. flicking them they're like flicking them between their fingers to get mm-hmm. your like kind of like clicking it yeah, yeah but then as the night goes on and maybe they moved on or what, then when you come back through and walk back when we were walking back to the hotel and where these guys had been on the corners it is fucking littered yeah with these with these things and everybody's trying to like stop you by like putting something in your hand or mm-hmm. be like hey man or signing you up for like private parties oh yeah yeah <sighs> I just, if people go there for vacation, what? I mean, to each their own, but God, if you're looking to go relax, <laughs> how do you relax? There, No, there is absolutely no relaxation there at all. Oh. Like, everything is wide open. Because I was only the there for two days, like two full days, mm-hmm. and I was, I, it was too much. It was insane. <laughs> too much, too, too much. much. <laughs> but anyway, yes, you should watch that documentary, Screwball. Oh, yeah. And then maybe or maybe not go to Miami. Did I give anyone the update on the uh, McDonald's stain that I got on my shirt? I don't recall an update on it. 
Yeah, a while back I got that fucking big greasy burger from McDonald's, and I was eating the car like a fucking slob, and it just dribbled, just clear grease onto <laughs> my, I think it was my right man teat. Just made a big glob. Oh, it was disgusting. But anyway, the stain came out. I had to wash that shirt like mm, four times. I had to incorporate some OxyClean into my uh, laundry routine. Finally got it out. Very good. So I didn't have to sacrifice this shirt to my sad obesity. Well, speaking of fast food. Oh, yeah? So have you had this new Popeye's chicken sandwich craze shit? <laughs> Somebody, I was listening to something, and they were pointing out, they were like, this is all a marketing ploy. Popeye's and Chick-fil-A are just fucking with you to Fuck. sell sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, uh, and how it's ridiculous. It's it was like I work next to one, and it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like car line wrapped around, like slowing traffic down. The one over there off Prince Avenue. We went down there on Saturday. <laughs> the traffic was out on Prince Avenue. What is what is Popeye's like on Sunday morning? Have you been by one? Because that was I had seen that somebody posted on Facebook. It was side by side like signs, and Chick Fil A was saying, "Hey, we don't run out of chicken sandwiches." And the Popeye's sign said, "Hey, people got to eat on Sundays too." <laughs> so I was like, "Man, Popeye's might be making a killing on Sundays at the very least." Well, it, people go. To, I mean, it's mm-hmm. people like going to there anyway. Like they oh, yeah. like their Popeye's chicken. There's yeah, people constantly I've, going there. I've never been the biggest fan of Popeyes, but the people that I've talked to that like Popeyes they f- really oh, fucking yeah. love Popeyes. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I've eaten Popeyes, mm-hmm. um, but I, is it that great? I did. I didn't think it was anything amazingly special. Like I've had it a few times. I, I usually get the red beans yeah, and rice. But the it's, sandwich, it's like people were just going nuts. Yeah, yeah. And then there were some viral videos of people actually getting mad. Well, see, it's that's like, the... You walked up and 300 people are in front of you. And by the time <laughs> you think they're going to be, it's not that big a store. All those Popeyes are not that big. They can't yeah, store yeah. that much chicken. Well, I remember Chris Hardwick a while back, uh, and he's kind of on the front end of a lot of like technology and nerd stuff. And I remember him talking about like going to a meeting a few years back, and these executives being just like, "All right, so we wanna we wanna make a viral video. How do we do that?" And he's like, "You don't really make a viral video. You just put out content, and if it catches fire, it does, and you have a viral video." But like, I feel like now. They've figured this shit out. Like they know how to manipulate us. It's like it's just the next level of marketing. Oh yeah, to like generate hostility online on the internet. I don't know. But fuck, really? <laughs> For a chicken sandwich? Yeah, I don't even between two white buns, some pickles, and just some fried chicken. Because I really have thought about going and trying out this Popeyes chicken sandwich based on this shit that I've seen online. Just it's in the back of my head. There, I don't I'm know. not gonna do it. Or just refuse. I fucking refuse, man. This is ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's really ridiculous to me is that the people that, okay, you get a line. I get it. Mm. Maybe 15 cars. Okay. But when you got over 15 and or more and people are still pulling up to get in line and wait for this chicken through the drive-thru, fuck you, man. <laughs> You're holding up traffic. Then I saw a few fairly conservative folks that I've uh, friends with on uh, on like Facebook and stuff and they were posting stuff about the real difference between Popeyes and Chick-fil-A is the quality of the customer service. Uh, <laughs> it's oh. Like, oh no. Uh, yeah. But uh, but they're wonder, known for their chicken. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I wonder if Popeyes has up the customer service. Like, are they doing the full on like people in the drive through with mm. iPads? Like, welcome to Chick Fil A. Oh How's it going? no, they haven't. Yeah. No, 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 no. They haven't decided like, hey, maybe we should make this line more efficient. Is that cash or debit card? <laughs> debit card, great. They're intense with their Have customer good... service. Welcome to Popeyes. Would you like a brownie with that? Yes, What's... I would. Fantastic. <laughs> well, but Popeyes doesn't claim that. No, oh, they just not. claim good spicy chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lu- Louisiana style. That's it. I've never been to Louisiana. To, 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 I've been to Louisiana. I just haven't had chicken there. I don't Me know either. if this is legitimate. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that either. Is is it like Foster's? Is it really Australian for beer? <laughs> Maybe. Because I know people in the uh, in the outback don't like the outback steakhouse, from what I hear. <laughs> really, the all you can eat shrimp. Where yeah, old Dick Loverboy got sick. You know they're <laughs> offering that right now. And me and my me and my wife just thought about him. <laughs> Damn, is he gonna go? I'm sure he that's will. what he's gonna do down in Pensacola. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be good. It's God. right next to the ocean. They must get it right here. Yeah, I hope he comes back. He's like, we found this amazing local place <laughs> down in Panama City Beach. It's kind of a, a back off the strip. It's called Outback Steakhouse. Man, and they're fucking the bread they bring you out is delicious. It's so delicious. What is the bread at Outback? I don't like? know. Is just, it that like, I'm guessing. brown bread? I don't know. Maybe. Because I know Longhorn. The Longhorn's last time I was does Longhorn, the brown They've bread. got those brown loaves with uh, the butter. That shit is delicious. That shit is pretty good. Oh, my God. Just filling you. It's like yeast rolls at uh, Quincy's. Does Quincy's exist anymore? No, I don't I don't think so. I haven't seen one in a while. Ms. Ryan's has big fat yeast rolls, right? Hell, Ryan's might be going out of business. How does a buffet go out of business? I had Chinese buffet early today. Uh, Again? Yeah. Did I, they talk was, you into it? Were you going in just for the fried rice? And no, they, no, this wasn't. No, this is this was peaking. This was my go-to. I was just craving some Chinese food, and I, I did. I didn't go to my like a lot of times. I go in. I think you know. I've got my standard like two plates of regular food, and then one plate of just random shit and dessert. I, I held it to one plate of regular food, and then another plate of half and half. Regular food, dessert. Oh, I was reasonable. I think Jesus so. Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you? What did you get? I got some Happy Family. Happy Family. Yeah, yeah. I like those big chunks of whatever that weird crab meat is they have in there. <laughs> Pretty delicious. That's the imitation crab. I completely ignored the, uh, the the server that we had at the Korean barbecue the other night. The tiny little Asian girl that was like, oh, yeah, my dad used to take us to buffets all the time. And it was like a competitive eating contest. And she was giving us tips of like, avoid the fried food, avoid the rice. It's just filler. Don't eat it. Just wait until last. Uh, but no, I always get like fried, yeah, fucking fried lobster nuggets and, uh, and lobster rice. Lobster nuggets? Crab nuggets. I'm not sure what they are. Oh, it's some God. kind of. John. I know. John. <laughs> John. They didn't have You'd the, be better off waiting in line at Popeye's to get that fucking sandwich. <laughs> they didn't have the butterfly cookies today. I was kind of sad. I've come to love those, man. The, the butterfly cookies with the, uh, Look, with the hot tea, it is just you gotta a fantastic dessert. You've got to be careful with these dessert. buffets. Oh, I know. you got to be careful with these buffets. Oh, I'm not I'm not going back to the Roussance buffet. Don't worry. Oh, I bet you will. No more sushi I buffet for me. I bet you will. For at least a month or so. <laughs> Let that just clear my system that completely. lukewarm buffet sushi. Just raw food. Fucking so good. <laughs> so good. She said, we've got chicken you, fried rice on the buffet. Do though. you check their score, their health score when you go? No. Typically, if a, if a restaurant is open, I will trust that it should be open. Are you fucking serious? That's not that's not a good way to live your life that's as far as restaurants God go. God damn. Is that, that's your Russian roulette with uh, fucking restaurants. 
Yeah, I don't typically trust the government, but in that situation, I'm like, if it should be shut down, it would have been shut down. That's by true. Now, right? oh, okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't depends know. Like, on what county you're in, right? Uh, yeah, that is a wow. Do they have like scores for public health departments in different counties? I wonder if they well, have scores I'm on their walls. Well, what I'm saying is, you could be greasing somebody's pocket a little bit if okay. you're that buffet. That's oh, all yeah, I'm saying. Of course, of course. You know, give that free dessert or whatever every time you come wait this really is like some who watches the watchman shit like do like if you go into the department of public health is anybody giving them a grade on how well they grade the local restaurants oh, you'll go inside. yeah I, I don't think so hmm i'll tell you what i'm gonna start whatever county swainsboro is in because they had like more weird asian restaurants per capita than any other small S- town swainsboro? i've ever been in Isn't that where georgia southern is no, no, that's Statesboro. Statesboro, you're right. Sorry. Swainsboro is more on the way back this way from, okay. uh, from there. But so it, it re- seriously? Yeah. So it's like Miami with tanning bed, Dade County with tanning beds. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. It's got like <laughs> more per, I don't know, whatever. Hell yeah. But yeah, I would like to go see what the uh, Swainsboro Department of Public Health, like uh, what their scores are you like. you got to be careful. <laughs> I'm worried about you with these buffets. <laughs> well, okay, since we're still on the food thing, mm-hmm. what about the, uh, have you heard about the KFC, the chickenless chicken? Oh, that's an Atlanta thing, right? They're doing some sort of like I just heard nuggets. somewhere that they were testing that. And then uh, Burger King uh, is doing the meatless Whopper. No, I haven't heard about that. So, Well, you know, a while back, well, it's been, a, been quite a while, you used to, I think you get like, Veggie burgers are like a soy burger, mm-hmm. like a non-meat substitute at Burger King. They did that for a while. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, recently I think they were doing a Whopper that was – I'm, I'm a guessing it's a soy-based mm-hmm. burger. but That's going to be weird because, like, to me, okay. to me, Burger King is, like, really, really high as far as fake taste. Like, they have the whole, like, flame-broiled Whopper. And then you go by there and there's the well, smoke marker in the back that they just draw that. Yeah, they're drawing grill lines on it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there's no, I don't they think there's an actual grill in there. And I think most of when they pump smoke, that white smoke out, like when the Pope got elected or whatever, I think that's fake. I think they're just dumping liquid smoke into a furnace or something. Oh, for sure. So I'm thinking that maybe their veggie burger is going to taste extremely fake, but extremely like an actual hamburger like smoke and meaty and just ridiculous i'm curious about this now. yeah well the chicken one kind of freaks me out the chicken is chicken yeah it seems like I mean, Atlanta, it shouldn't uh, but it, it just it kind of does it seems like atlanta is a weird place to try that out yeah like this is i mean chick-fil-a is a georgia-based company right yes yeah and like zaxby's i think started is georgia, right around Florida, here somewhere right? i mean it's, it's just, georgia yeah pulling it out in the south that just seems like a but if they can pull it off, I guess you're you're solid. You just spread it out like. Yeah. Well, the rumor I've always heard about Zaxby's was it was actually a guy that worked for Guthrie's. Oh yeah. And it was like creating that sauce, or or he he had a different vision, obviously, and it's been more successful. Oh yeah. Does Guthrie's exist anymore? Uh I don't know. I know there used to be one in uh, Auburn, mm-hmm. Alabama. Uh, where was the other one at? Where was the other? Because there used Baxter to be Street. Well, was there not one on the east side of town where the Anokos is now, and that food or the old food line off Gaines School, way uh, back in the day? Was that not a Guthrie's? Maybe, it may have been. I think that was. Oh yeah. Um. So, any of you listeners around the world, we're talking about beautiful Athens, Georgia. You should come visit sometime. 
or we'll, don't. Yeah, just hit us up at uh, afterpartypod at gmail.com. We might set up some sort of a tour for you. <laughs> and we'll show you the town. Oh, by all means. There's the tree that owns itself. There's the double barrel cannon. There's a NOCO Express where you can get some delicious uh, hibachi food. Mm-hmm. Delicious. And that's, and that's all there is worth seeing in, that's in, it. in Athens, Georgia. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. it. That's it. Well, we'll take you down to Little Kings and have a drink with you. Oh, yeah, of course. Maybe a drag show will pop up. Ooh. Always a DJ there. Always. Yeah. Yeah, Little Kings is a pretty awesome spot. I'm trying to think what other little downtime. I mean, you'd have to take them to at least one of the college bars just to check that out, right? Sure. Yeah. Which one would you take them to? I don't know. Which one? What's the one with the spiral staircase? It was Gator Haters for a while. Like Man, all you know good, what? Maybe. I'm maybe not sure. that's. I, you, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The only one that I know. Uh, so this Boar's Head. That that's when I first came up here. That was still Boar's mm-hmm. Head. Uh, you gotta take them to the Nowhere Bar though. Yeah, just inhale that mm-hmm. uh, strong TT so, well, smell. You, do you have like if they have to go to the bathroom, we take them to Nowhere. <laughs> that's where you have to go take a piss. Oh yeah, Nowhere Bar. I feel like Calientitos has got to be someplace you uh, swing by. Get breakfast at Ike and Jane, I think, is a good one. Take somebody there for some coffee, some delicious pastries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Late late night, Little Italy. Uh, you got to jump yes. in there and get that slice. Yes. Or, if you're fucking feeling it, you get the Italian all yeah. the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that fucker will feed, like, four people. Yeah. Um. I think we have our side hustle now. We start doing uh, Armageddon After Party uh, curated tours of Athens. Fuck yeah. It'd be reason. like a little rake shawl. We can have Rhett pedal <laughs> and take him down. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I did, and I'm hesitant to tell anybody this because it's a, it's a great idea that somebody might snag, but when uh, my loving wife and I took our, our trip a couple years back, we went through Nashville to see some folks, and they have like a guided uh, pub crawl. And you, you pay some money, and this guy takes you to a bunch of bars, and they tell you stories about all the different bars and the history of Nashville, and you divide up into teams, and they play games, and you just get drunker and drunker, and the night wears on. And I was thinking that would be a fantastic thing to put into place somewhere in Athens. Like, you could, and you would have, like, drink specials at each of the bars, too. We ended up singing karaoke at, like, a Nashville crazy bar that had a bull. That's a, a really bull. good idea. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm sorry. How many people were on this tour? We might need to edit this part out. I don't know if we should put that out there. Somebody's going to snag this idea. But no. Oh, well. Yeah. I, I mentioned it to uh, Dick Loverboy a while back as a, a good side hustle for him, and he never jumped on it. So I think it's time to put it out there. If nobody wants Let's this. Let's just put people in the back of his truck and just drop For just a minimal, like, <laughs> let's just say 15% off the top, just straight to just – PayPal that to Armageddon after, or to, excuse me, to After Party Pod. Yeah, Dick Loverboy is not here, and I'm fucking up the email Filling address. Filling in great. Great, yeah. You can find him on Twitter at armageddonafterpartypodcast.gmail.edu. <laughs> Goddamn, man. Backslash dot org. He's here in spirit. Yeah, he's always here in spirit. <laughs> I mean, come on. So, two days until the uh, opening kickoff of the dog season. Woo-hoo. Ooh, football's back. <laughs> did you uh, did you watch any of the football last week? No, uh, very little of the the Florida <laughs> Miami Florida, game. Florida Miami, yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, "Is Miami going to pull this off?" Yeah, Florida number eight in the nation in the preseason. Uh, <laughs> oof, yeah. <laughs> but um, we did. We were uh, we were watching game day. Wasn't very graceful that game. No, no, no. <laughs> but who am I to judge? Was it was the game in Disney World? 
I forget. Maybe, maybe it was Orlando. Because game day was in Disney World. Because we were trying to figure out, like, do people did people have to buy tickets to Disney World to come hang out at game day? Fuck, that would be up? hilarious if they That's had a to. Hell of an investment. I that think. is an investment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, football's back. We we had that. The wife was pointing that out. Like, I had that crazy thought of like, is this the year that they finally usher Lee Corso off of game day? Because he started. I think he might end up having a stroke on air. That is what I'm worried about. Like, he, at one point in time, they were, at the very beginning, he, he said something about Disney being the happiest place on earth. And we looked at each other like, did he say happiest? <laughs> but... He, he blasts on through, and he like warms up, and then he just gets to going on and doing his Corso thing. and But but I am, I mean, because my, my brain immediately goes to whatever year that was where they had Dick Clark, like, post-stroke, still doing the countdown. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, oh, God, because the actual, when they got down to it, he was, like, three seconds off of the actual countdown, like, eight, oh. seven. Six and it's hitting the bottom, and you're like, they they've got they can't do this anymore. This is they've got him just propped up over there. Oh God. Yeah, I don't know. I I tend these days not to really watch the game day stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little. This one was just a much. straight up Disney commercial. That's all it was. Like yeah. they just and now we're gonna cut to the game day people wandering through yeah. the whatever that world of Star Wars well, is. Disney has taken over the world slowly. They're really buying is. everything up. I mean, they owe, own ESPN. No, they own, they own National Geographic, ESPN, uh, I think CBS. I don't even know what all they own. They it's insane. Everything. Marvel? They bought Marvel. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And the Star Wars. And, I mean, th- they're about to start releasing these insanely, apparently well-produced television shows. I was looking at just the Marvel TV shows. They've got, like, WandaVision is coming out. Yeah. Which... From what they've said, I, I, don't, I don't read the comic books. That's part of my problem. But, like, there's a side story involving the Scarlet Witch that if they do that on this show, it's probably going to be pretty fucking amazing. Then they've got... Uh, well, they've already there? done some amazing shit. God damn. Mm-hmm. They've got the... With the, the new, the Marvel the, stuff. The the Winter's Falcon and the Winter Soldier or whatever. That's, that's going to be a television show with... Uh, Bucky Barnes and whatever the Falcon's name is, I can't remember his real name. I don't know. I mean, I mean Bruce, Bruce Falcon. Some of it's gonna be Bruce Falcon. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll go to shit. Sometimes when you you get too much and that's the the Netflix thing. Like possibly got too big, might be kind of collapsing now. I don't know under its own weight. Uh, I don't know. They still will be okay. I think. I mean, just, they seem losing. to adjust fairly well. I mean, these okay. these things can happen, and I I will say uh, they they do fairly. They've done fairly well with their Netflix original stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't, well, I mean, that's just how it's going to go, though. It's going to be competition and Disney. I mean, fuck, they just like I was saying, they own everything. Mm-hmm. They are fucking killing it. Damn, I was going to bring something up, and I fucking lost my train of thought. Was it Disney, Marvel? No, I was going to get away from the movie stuff. Uh, get away from it. You're not gonna, we're not going to focus on phase four of uh, the Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe. Oh, we were fucking talking football. Oh, yeah, That's football. what we were talking. Oh, yeah. Georgia versus Vanderbilt. In Vanderbilt, you know what that means? We've got a tradition here in Vanderbilt. It's called blowing the admiral. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I love that. I love. Wow, I get to post that on Facebook opening day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I like being. Uh, Open it up against the SEC opponent. 
I'm just waiting for Facebook to pop that up and be like, this was one of your most popular videos in 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2018. Yeah, we'll see how they look. We'll see if they can come out there and look good. Oh, Vandy. Well, hey, man, this is the year Notre Dame comes to town. I know, I know. That's going to be crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm just, my only hope for that game, other than Georgia winning, is that the Georgia fans are nice to the Notre Dame fans because we've got that little bit of a kind of reputation well, for being drunken assholes. But yeah. Notre, the Notre Everybody Dame fans, does. But that's what I'm saying. Every Georgia fan that I talked to that went to South Bend, they were like, those people were just really nice, extremely welcoming, hmm. like just helpful, would just invite you in to hang out with them. They were really sweet people. And I'm like, we've got, please just let's pay that back. It's because they were taking all your money. Possibly. You were spending a lot of money up there. They yeah. were charging you. <laughs> they didn't give a shit. Is, uh, Those Catholics like to drink. Yeah. What, drink. Is, what is what Pete Buttigieg? What uh, where is he the mayor of? Is that that's not South Bend, is it? Is it South Bend? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll look that up. Yeah, look it up. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the dogs can do. Should be a. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? That's that's my part of my thing. Yeah, he's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Um, that's that, that's part of my problem is I, I really am a big dog fan. I enjoy the games. I enjoy everything. I do not do my homework at all. I never. Really? I've, I've got a, a few people that I rely on that focus on like the preseason and the recruiting yeah, and all I, that stuff. I used to do a lot more of that, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't. I'm, but I do. I will say, mm-hmm. I, I think it seems like Kirby. Might be the dude. <laughs> yeah, he might be that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause I'll I'll catch his uh, cause tonight was the first like uh, every Thursday they'll do during the season. Scott mm-hmm. Howard will they'll do like dog talk with whatever it's called with Kirby Smart. Oh, so yeah. they're just talking about and you know you get a lot of coach talk, but I don't know, man. That guy and the recruiting that they're doing and what what they've already done. He, this is his fourth year. Yeah. So. That's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. He can keep this going because the fucking talent is there and what they're bringing into town. Yeah. And it's insane. Yeah. I've, I've been, I mean, I kind of, there's part of me that feels like maybe the sun is setting slightly on Alabama's. I brain. don't know. I don't know. But, but then Clemson has stepped up so much too. Oh, to Clemson's fucking, ins- they're fucking insane too. What Dabo's doing there. Dabo. That's a powerhouse. Dabo. They are fucking rocking and rolling. Yeah, know, They're bringing kids in there too. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. It, it makes me wonder what Ohio State's going to be this year. Mm-hmm. Where oh. do you know where Justin Fields went to? Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> it's exciting. But what you know what I would like to see more of, and I understand why they play these small schools. Oh yeah, yeah. I get it. But I really would like to see it mixed up more and make these games just like really like more of a gauntlet that you got to go through. I mean, it's a gauntlet anyway, what these guys got to go through. I mean, it's not easy. It's never easy. Oh, Um, yeah. Well, it's just it's that weird balance. It's like you want you want teams that are enough to test you and to, to, to make you better. But you can just get the shit kicked out of you. And like lose so much steam if uh, your early season was just brutal games. Yeah, but that's the that's the part of it though, right? Because if you make it through that, god damn the bragging rights, <laughs> right? 
Yeah, but then there's the whole thing about does the uh, when they're doing the uh, the championship series, do they give enough credit to strength of schedule? I think that's an ongoing debate of whether because I think Alabama's caught some hell for that uh, for a while that they'll go in undefeated, but they haven't played as deep of a schedule as uh, some other teams. Right. And well, and but then it works out that way too because sometimes when you play who you play in your conference, you might get the like when you play the West, you might get the lower. Yeah. Tier of it that year, that one year. Yeah, what was um, it? Central Florida that declared themselves the champions, champions of the world yeah. or whatever. And it's like, you didn't play anybody. Well, they, play, they beat Auburn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fluke. Uh, well, <laughs> but, well, and I don't know. I just think for for what what is, how much money is being made and what they are asking you to pay for these things. Mm. And then when you do get a matchup like a Georgia-Notre Dame, the fucking ticket prices. I think the low end right now is like five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like what the fuck. Yeah. Look how much money you like these people are making. Well, I mean, I guess the season tick, but other people are making money off. But what you're bringing in, what you're charging for TV, I mean, all the sales that you're gonna get during that game. That game, that's gonna be insane. Yeah. I'm going down for that. I don't have a ticket to the game, but I'm gonna be around that mess. Oh, oh I've yeah. got to see that. Yeah, definitely. Jesus. And that's the beauty of it. I love the tailgating aspect of it, but I would just I, I I would really like to see a season to where you have, especially with these big conferences and these big schools that are just always up there and always have this strong history, but like just really playing one another. I know logistics comes into it and yeah. you're getting people, but let's fucking do it. I do wish they would go to an eight game bracket. I really wish they would do that rather than just the four game thing. I think it'll happen. It's gonna, I, so. I th- I mean, it's gonna push it that way, right? You would think so. Because just to you, get, I mean, financially, yeah. As far as bringing in money, it's good. It will. Yeah, to me, it just leaves less of a, a gray area, less of a question about like if you didn't make the top. If you didn't make the top four, there's I mean, I mean Georgia last year, I think, like there was a Trump. I'm trying to think, was it last year that I'm thinking about where? Should have probably been in the top four, but it would have put like three SEC teams in there. I think. Am I talking out of my ass? I can't remember. Uh, so Georgia last year, who they lose? They lost to LSU. They lost the well, game at LSU. Yeah, but, but then they played all uh, Alabama, right, and lost to Alabama again in the SEC. I can't remember. But can't played remember. Alabama really well in that. Mm-hmm. Am I am I wrong on that? Well, if I remember correctly, Georgia did not make it in the top four, and then they they shit the bed on their bowl game. I forgot what Texas, happened. Exactly. Yeah, like, Texas, Texas, Texas. Play yeah. well at all in that one. Well, it's because those motherfuckers were going NFL. Yeah, <laughs> there was a few folks going NFL making big money. <laughs> yeah, they're like I can't. And play one this was on the because. fucking uh, ended up winning a, a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like come on. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at this point, fuck a bowl game. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. I, I think if you're arguing that like you were on the cusp and you should have made the top four, that's a whole lot less palatable than somebody that's like, man, we were number nine and we should have been number eight. It's like, fuck you. You weren't going to make it anyway. Well, Just do an eight-game series. It doesn't matter what you do because you're going to have that regardless. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. You, you will have that regardless. But, but I, think, I, I do agree with you. That would yeah. be a fucking – that would be a nice little gauntlet right there at the end of the season. Yeah. Eight team, that would be fun as shit. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But that's what I was saying too, because if you would do this, if you would do this with these, like, make your okay, maybe you give one small school on your schedule, and then the rest are, like, at least 
opponents in the the big what is it the big five con- or whatever the power power five. power five like if you do that and mix it up as best you can i mean to me right there uh, that can weed out a lot of this shit for who makes it into the playoff mm-hmm. but you know it's still fun it's a lot of fun uh because it gives you this this like if you're a fan of it like this is the stuff that it can make some sometimes be fun and sometimes can be horrible depending on who you're discussing with because they're just going to be <laughs> so ridiculous with it. So oh, passionate. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at Alabama's schedule this year. Cause you know, we've got what Arkansas state, Murray state, Murray state, uh, I think Tennessee somewhere early in the season or whatever. Let's see what, wait, why is it pulling up the 2017 Alabama football schedule? That's not cool. Oh, that's what they want to give you, John. Well, yeah, they're opening against Duke and then New Mexico State and then South Carolina, Southern Miss, Mississippi, Texas A&M. That's the first time they play a currently ranked opponent. Then Tennessee, Arkansas, LSU is ranked right now. MS State, is that – who is that? Mississippi Mississippi State, State? yeah. Okay. They're confusing me. I I just assumed MS would be – Mississippi State, but MS is clearly multiple sclerosis, so I apologize for that one. <laughs> then WCU, Western Carolina well, University, M- as they go into the fucking Iron Bowl the next week. Well, MS is Mississippi, right? That's Ole Miss. Uh, Mississippi University. No, no, that's Mississippi. Wait, is Mississippi State? Is old? it old? Is it Mississippi Uni- University of Mississippi is Ole Miss. Yeah. University of Mississippi. Sorry. Mm-hmm. They play them. Yeah, Ole Miss. They play them on the twenty eighth of uh, September, about halfway through the season. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wonder what Clemson has to do. Look up Clemson real quick. Clemson let's see schedule. what they have. Those let's, let's see. Since they're the national champs, those dirty, God, they're going to be hard to beat, man. They dirty, got shit dirty coming back. Clemmies. That, that fucking quarterback last year was a freshman. The Lawrence kid, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> that big, goofy-looking tall. Whatever, kid, man. Yeah. That, he can play. Uh, let's see. Clemson. Uh, wait a second. Again, why is this bringing up the 2017 football schedule for uh, – damn. What's wrong with you, phone? This is ridiculous. How embarrassing. Do, 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 do. Your phone's like two years behind, man. It, it, it really is. I need to update my uh, my thing here. So, yeah, Clemson opens up against Texas A&M on the September 7th. Syracuse, Charlotte, UNC, Florida State, Louisville, Boston College, Woford. Whoa, uh. Woford. Uh, NC State, Wake Forest, and South Carolina. So, yeah, I think Clemson might be the one that has like a weak-ass schedule. That's – ooh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what Florida State's going to be. They have, they've been a little down these past few years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they just got the coach from – I think it was Oregon's head coach. I think that was last year may have, have been his first year, and this is his new. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Football season Football coming season. Up. It's going to be Get interesting. Excited. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, there's a there's a man. The summer is kind of starting to wane a little bit. There's some coolness the past in the few air. days. Yeah, that little fall smell that you get getting oh, yeah. up early in the morning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Finally, finally be able to put those blue jeans on. <laughs> no, I haven't reached that point. I'm still in shorts weather. <laughs> yeah, me too. So yeah, speaking of football, I've got a bit of a quandary. Uh, Ooh, as, uh, I love a tomorrow. good quandary. Cool. Um. Yeah, it's tomorrow. My my younger nephew is in his senior year of uh, high school, and so this is his. This is the last season that I think I will be able to enjoy high school football at all. Yeah. So he's got a home game tomorrow. 
And I've kind of told my folks I might come back and watch this game. But now part of me is like, I kind of just want to go to happy hour and hang out with some friends in Athens. <laughs> the, weather's, the weather's so nice. It is nice. Uh, we've got some coolness coming in on the... Well, just, just spike your... Uh Spike your drink down there. Have a little happy hour at the game. There's, there's, there's like several more home games that we might get down to. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm not, right. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna justify not going Shitty to see Shitty uncle. My, uh, yes, you worthless uncle. <laughs> <laughs> happy hour is more important. Oh God. <sighs> well, and you know what? It's probably best to miss that first game. First game jitters. You know, slow. They, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe they, they may not. You know, have it all. You know clicking so but what else is going on um I, I don't know as far as just life in general or athens or yeah come on john what uh, what 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 do you mean what like what you look like you were looking something up and we're about no, to tell no. me something no i was thinking about this week in other podcasts like i listened to do you have you did you uh watch uh what was the uh the Wolf of Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio. I never watched it. I've seen clips and bits and pieces here, but <laughs> never the whole movie. I know which bits and pieces you've seen. Which just, ones? No, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, Jordan Belfort is the guy that that uh, the movie's based on, or that, that he wrote uh-huh. the book or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He was on Joey Diaz's podcast, uh, Church of What's Happening Now. And it's pretty amazing because, I mean, Joey Diaz has this great backstory. I'm not sure how familiar you are with him. I know, yes. As, as far as just being a street kid and being a hustler. And, kidnapped and like a motherfucker. Kidnapped a guy. At some point in time, kidnapped a hooker, set her wig on fire. fire That's one right. that he references occasionally. But, yeah, Jordan Belfort comes on there and, like, kind of real similar upbringing. I mean, he asked him early. He's like, did you have a paper route as a kid? And Jordan Belfort's like, of course I did. Like that's apparently that's where a lot of hustlers get their start, <laughs> like making money that slinging way. Slinging paper, slinging papers, yeah, knocking doors. But no, it was a it was a very very fun, interesting fun podcast as far as somebody that's had just an insane life and yeah, like got into uh, essentially I'm not sure if it was insider trading. I think it was some illegal shit that they were doing. I don't know if it was like pump and dump. I don't know all the details penny of what stocks, he was doing. But starting with penny stocks. Well, he was just a guy who was a, an incredible salesperson that realized he could scam people out of massive amounts of money. And then the next <laughs> thing you know, he's worth millions of dollars in the in the 80s, right? It was the late 80s, something like that. I think that's right, yeah. So worth shit tons of just money in one of the wildest times to be worth that Doing a bunch of, of lewds, oh, driving yeah. fucking... Oh, yeah. Ferraris or Lamborghinis or whatever it was. Yeah, Jordan Belfort loves Quaaludes. Yeah. Really. Like, he was, I mean, he, I forgot what the actual number was of how many he was doing every day. He was like, yeah, I would wake up and take Ludes just so I could have an up and a down before my wife ever woke up. That's Jesus. just the way he started his day out. Who the fuck eats Ludes? <laughs> uh, Can you imagine that? But yeah, lifestyle? That was, uh, yeah, that was, that was a, a pretty good podcast, though. And then, oh, followed up with Mike Tyson on, uh, on on Joey Diaz's podcast, too. That was a good one as well. I didn't see that one either. He's a big-time stoner. That's what oh, he yeah. is now. Like well, his, he his claims is... to smoke 40000 a month or something, <laughs> him, and his, him and his team or whatever. Because, you know, he's got his uh, weed ranch. Yeah, like, yeah, he's Tyson in the weed ranch, business yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking good for him. Heck, yeah. God. You remember that guy as a kid watching him? He was the scariest dude on the planet. I mean, I knew about Mike Tyson, but the, the with my family, we never got any kind of pay-per-views or anything. I I didn't, we didn't, I mean, I heard about it, but never was like d- deeply immersed into it as far as how just terrifying a boxer he was I and mean, oh, all that craziness. He was insane. 
insane as a boxer. He was fucking ah, his look like he'd come out in the black shorts, the high tops with the no mm-hmm. socks. He was a beast. Oh yeah, yeah, he was a beast. And he they were he, like he was fucking kicking people's asses at sixteen. He was just built for it. Oh no, God, like a just a wrecking ball. I got something weird to show you. We kind of we talked about squid ass on the last uh, oh, yeah. on the last podcast, but there's that. Oh, that's that was a weird one. I didn't mean that for looks it like to, a mammoth. I didn't like a, <laughs> two tusks coming out. Well, I was I scooted up like way far on the toilet to try to keep it from the the. I thought it, it felt substantial. Just so thought, you guys know, he just showed me a picture of his poo. <laughs> it's like ratemypoo.com. Is that a website? That is something. It used to be. Man, they stole my idea. That's not cool. That's been around for a while. Really? Oh, a long time. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, I was just wondering if, if Will Bebegon needs to uh, venture into that territory of just posting pictures of Dookie, or if that would be off-putting, if he might lose the like less than a dozen followers that he has now. You may lose what you have now, but what you'll gain? <laughs> be careful. <laughs> sure, you'll lose some. Oh, God. But it's what you're going to gain is oh, might yeah. be the real problem. Well, that one, yeah, I scooched way up on the toilet because I didn't want everything to go down. That was my issue lately. When I've got a substantial uh, creation, it, it most of it is ducked down the hole. So I was way up on it, and I did a little a little shimmy. At the what end. you ought to do is is plug it a little bit with some toilet paper, put a base, and then poo on the base. Well, I like if I'm if I'm if if it's picture worthy. I don't want there to be any toilet paper in the picture at all. Like, I mean, if it's I don't know if you can cover up that. Like, there's not even there's not even <laughs> pee in that one. Like, I had peed like ten minutes before, and then I went back and pooed, uh, and it was a pristine bowl. Like, Jesus. But this one, yeah, when I when I shimmied to keep it up out of the I out feel, of the hole, I think I'm gonna it, be it sick. looped it looped back on itself. I mean, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty substantial. But then there's other little like curly Q pieces all around. It looks like good. you pooed a miniature mammoth. It looks like two tusks <laughs> and the head of the mammoth coming out of where it's like the rest of it's being sucked down the bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. Or at least laying in the bowl. Oh yeah. So uh, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand drops out of the Democratic primary race. Bah. Yeah. Bah. This, this one, I don't ever like what President Donald Trump tweets, but for some reason I did like this one. He tweeted, a sad day for the Democrats. Kirsten Gillibrand has dropped out of the presidential primary. I'm glad they never found out that she was the one I was really afraid of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't okay. know. That one just got me. Like, good use of Twitter, Mr. President. Solid. That's, like. that's actually pretty good. But, yeah, they've. Uh, I think they've got the lineup set for the next debate. Uh, the only one that I wish had actually made it is Tulsi Gabbard. I think she made maybe the... Uh, the donations requirement, but she didn't make the uh, the polling requirement to get in. But uh, all the rest, it's all the front runners. It's like a t- nice top ten list of uh, the current candidates. So yeah, we'll we see. I mean, I guess Biden's still the one. He's up there, but I think the he's top. he's losing um, he's losing ground to Warren and to uh, Bernie. I think. Bernie, yeah. So the olds, there's gonna be some real old folks. <clears throat> this will be. Uh this will be interesting. I was wondering. I was wondering about a Warren Buttigieg uh, ticket. Like you get the uh, you get the old likable lady. You get the young whippersnapper. Uh, that yeah. 
because I mean, can you, you can, good Lord, can you see him debating Mike Pence? I mean, they've already, they're lined up as far as like Buttigieg attacking his uh, view of religion, Christianity, whatever it is. Like he's already gone after him on that. Like to get the two of them on stage together might be really interesting as a vice presidential debate. I want to see this. Yeah. What do you, <sighs> we're so far from the damn election. It's too. so far, <laughs> but it I mean, do you think that are is it is it gonna fire people? I mean, people have got to be fired up, right? I mean, like it's gonna. God, is he gonna fucking win again? I'm worried that he will. <sighs> I really am. I mean, I, I at this point, like right now, I feel like yeah, he's gonna win again. Because yeah. I don't know if they if they have their act together. And are able to fucking really, they really pull this together and really fucking do this. Who, no matter who gets the fucking the nod for this to go against him. Yeah, I had a horrible thought the other day. Plus, that's the problem too. Is fucking there's only two parties. Yeah, that's a fucking. (sighs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, I had a horrible thought the other day, which is, what if sometime in the next six months to a year, he's able to pull off getting North Korea calmed down and getting Iran calmed down. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's, I think there's a real possibility that those two things might happen. And if those two things happen and the economy doesn't slip into a huge fucking recession, that's going to give him a just a massive boost. I, know, I mean, I know people hate the guy. People don't like what's going on with the country, but the economy is a huge thing. And I mean, there's, uh, there's, yeah, the people that think we're slipping through a recession, they're like, yeah, if you just go unbridled, you release all of the, the regulations. Yes, the economy is going to work for a while, but eventually that's going to snap back and there's going to be yeah. problems. But yeah, we got to see how it goes. I mean, he's, it's, as far as the economy, it's worked. It's worked so far. Like, and, and people also make the argument that we're just catching the tail end of the stuff that Obama put into place. But, but, but using that, like, can you, can you attribute that fast for him with the economy? Wait, can you attribute that to him? To yeah, solely done? to him, like how the economy is right now. Um, yeah, I think because we were you, pulling out of, you know, through those Obama years, we were we were getting ourselves out of what happened with yeah, the housing yeah. market. Oh yeah, yeah. When everything crashed. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think the farther it goes, of course, the farther you get away from Obama, the more he can t- act like he's going to take credit for. I'm not sure if that's an accurate assessment uh, based on, like, economists or whatever, their their opinions of it. But I don't know. If it keeps going yeah, strong. I'm going to be talking it's, it's, out of my ass. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But that was the, I was like, what if, I mean, what if it's because, I mean, they go back to, like, Vietnam and the fact that, like, Nixon, there were things that Nixon did that kept troops in Vietnam, kept people getting killed, kept things ongoing because he was trying to win an election within the next six months or a year. And it's like, what if Trump is doing this with Korea? What if he's doing this with Iran? What if there's there's well, stuff it's in always place done. To, it's yeah. always done. It doesn't matter who it is. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. all like these type of tactics have been going on yeah. and will continue. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, honestly, with the North Korea thing, I don't see. I mean, what, like, what, what has he really done? I mean, I know they met. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but as far as, has it changed anything? Has it lessened anything? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, the stuff in North Korea is still going on, but if he can get them to 
denuclearize. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. They can say it, but it's not going to happen. Well, if if the choice is denuclearizing or letting your people starve, there's only so far that that can go for for Kim Jong-un. That's his name, yeah. Um, Before something's going to give, something's going to break. Severe sanctions and all that stuff on it, but if if that's the trade off, if he can get them to to give up the nuclear weapons and open up, I mean that's the that's the most important thing as far as doing some good for Korea is getting them to open up to the outside world and getting well absolutely some influence coming in, yeah. But I mean, is that happening? I don't know. Just because they had a meeting, yeah, doesn't mean any of that's like, oh yeah, gonna change or that they're gonna do that. Yeah, because I mean, how many, never, how many how many presidents of the United States have pictures of them with Israel and Palestine like shaking hands and coming to conclusions, and and it's never, it's yeah, never it's been never. resolved. The it's the same time. thing with yeah. Russia and China. I don't know, oh, yeah. and I don't think our. I mean, I guess I don't know. I, mean, I really don't fucking know. Oh yeah, but I mean, come on, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, but what would I don't know? But there are. Again, that's the that's the maddening thing about. I Trump just think is, we're all too stupid. <laughs> we're all we're just getting so stupid with how we go about all this. Dude, that was I had with all the stuff that went on with the Georgia election. Like I, I really swung really far left on that as far as like the, the Democrats. Like this is a fucking democracy, and we need to make sure that everyone can vote like we and we have the capability to do that like stop putting stumbling blocks in front of people like just let everyone vote and make it happen because if you if you make it where disenfranchised people and poor people have a harder time voting the politicians then get to ignore the the poor and the disenfranchised like that's not a a block that they have to respond to like they don't have to there's no responsibility there and so I, i was thinking that but then I can't remember the guy's name. He is that politician. He's a conservative. He's a Republican. He's got one eye. He's the one that Pete uh, oh, Davidson made fun God of. damn it, yeah. He went on Rogan, and he was making some very well-educated, extremely conservative viewpoints about, like, yeah, you, you don't want everyone to vote. You want everyone that's well-informed to vote. And it's just like, oh, damn it, he's kind of got a point on this one. And he's like, yeah, he's making he's making a very logical point for, like, having to have an ID to vote. He's like, make it where everybody can get an ID, but you need to be able to show an ID to vote. And he's like, I don't consider that to be like disenfranchising people as far as voting, but I don't know. I was, I was struggling with that one the other day. He was making some uh, some conservative points, and I was like, yeah, he's kind of got points on some of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, there should be some IDs pulled from people that are voting. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, you, but, but it does seem like in the age of the Internet and computers – you should be able to get everyone voting and you should be able to get the information out there and like have more of a well-informed populace. But then you realize that a large amount of the populace on both sides are fucking morons. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's when yeah. you get into the crazy territory that the Republicans are in where it's like, this is a Republic. You, you put people up there who represent you and they make decisions for you. It's not a strict, like, true democracy when we when we think about it. Like, it's a, just a fundamental difference between the two parties. What's the percentage of people that vote? It's less than half. I mean, less I think it's, half? I think 40, I want to say, like, 40% is a good turnout. I'm not 100% sure on that. I may be talking out of my ass on that one. Hmm. Ah, it's such fucking crazy. I don't know. I guess every, it's always crazy times. 
no matter what. Oh, we There's always might. something going on. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't uh, It's just so weird how <laughs> these people that are apparently qualified yeah. to run for these offices and uh cuz I wouldn't want to do it and I'm not going to do it. Oh yeah. You know. Oh, uh, Winterville actually made the news uh recently as far as a kind of a Georgia voting scandal. They were saying that uh like of all the <laughs> machines in Winterville all of the uh, the votes went Republican, except for like I think one machine was reversed and went like strongly Democrat. If I remember the story correctly, what? How does that but, happen? Well, that's the thing. They were saying like the actual statistical odds of this happening are really like one in a million. Just one like, machine there's, was there's mostly Democratic. There's something wrong with the way this was done. Which, yeah, Georgia has outdated voting machines. I think they're they're switching us to something where there's a backup paper ballot supposedly, which they should have done a long fucking time ago. But that doesn't get to the issue of like getting as many people registered to vote as possible. I mean, you had a Republican run the election, and they were doing massive vote purges. And I think what they were saying is that, from what they've looked at, not—I don't know. I guess it's it's arguable of like whether what Kemp did as the Secretary of State swung the election his way. It still looks sketchy as hell, but I don't think they've found solid evidence that he actually like cheated on the election. Sure. But. They didn't yeah. find that, but oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> but there's still there's lawsuits going on right now. I'm curious to see what happens. But I mean, it, look, I don't know. It <clears throat> it always will. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be people cheating. Yeah, I mean that's just in every every aspect of like everything oh, from yeah. sports to politicians, yeah. just everyday life to business. Yeah, and that's that's one thing they were saying about the uh, the Democrats that are dropping out of the election. Like Hickenlooper came out, and I think he may be running for the Senate in Colorado. Of course, I guess Kishan Gillibrand is going to run for her Senate seat too. They they were saying that like that's it's kind of sketchy because apparently with no issues whatsoever, you can take whatever money you raise nationally running for president and just funnel that funnel into that a local out. election. Yeah. So a lot of they were saying a lot of the candidates might drop out and then run for like Senate seats, which is the most important thing that the Democrats could actually do right now is well, take the Senate. And that's the biggest thing. It's it's the it's the influence with money. Oh yeah. Because if that's what you're, <laughs> I mean, shit. If someone's coming to you and paying you this X amount of dollars to mm-hmm. to see it my way, <laughs> did you see shit. where? Apparently, Boris Johnson uh, requested that the Queen... It's not dissolving Parliament, but, like, yeah, this shit has gotten crazy over in England. He requested that the Queen... Essentially, she puts Parliament on hold for several months. He requested that she do this, and she did it. And so Parliament is not going to be meeting until, like, right before... And the Queen can do that? She has the power to do that? Oh, yeah. it's a it's, You forget it's a monarchy over there. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't think she had much they didn't have much power anymore. I thought they had kind of influence. Yeah. Like gotta, could th- be you know, yeah, maybe yeah. persuasive but not actual any type of real yeah. But apparently people in England are furious about this because it's essentially it's stopping Parliament from doing anything in preparation for Brexit. That's the big issue of whether they're gonna have a plan in place for it or whether they're not. And Boris Johnson is like, fuck it. Let's just put Parliament on hold. We're going to get back together like a few weeks before Brexit. And like, maybe something will happen. Maybe it won't. But fuck it. We're getting out of the European Union. Crazy talk. So what does that mean? I have no idea. Me either. No. Yeah. Everybody's got their problems, huh? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking Amazon's on fire. 
Glaciers yeah. are melting. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hurricanes are ruining our friend's vacation. Yeah, I know, I know. What kind of fucking shit is this? I, uh, why the fuck did you bring that up? Wait, what? It's just politics. We need to <laughs> oh, quit no. talking that shit. I don't know. Our, uh, yeah, our uh, somewhat angry, uh, ill-informed take on... Uh... <laughs> so ill-informed. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, Brett talks about it a lot. Like, I can't... Like, I've had to decompress from this shit. Like, I, I, I see little things here and there, but... Mm-hmm. Fuck. I, I just end up getting in rabbit holes on yeah. stupid videos <laughs> online other yeah. than anything political because it's just so like yeah and i mean hell as frustrating as politics can be and how the the way things are going now and like mitch mcconnell the fucking senate majority leader and he's wielding so much power and he's doing all of this shit that it's not even like his i don't think his position is a constitutional position like this is just something they invented sometime later on and this man wields the probably the most power in all of, of of washington right now but like when you get deep into it and you look at the way, like some politicians do, like Linda, uh, Linda B. Johnson is a great example of like if you get into the way that man worked and the politics and the, and the power, the manipulation, all of the shit, the intimidation that he did, all of this horrible stuff that goes into these decisions, it's fascinating. It really is like watching this stuff work itself out. It's fascinating, but it's also scary. Yeah, no, it's so. Because, yeah, I think we want to have some kind of idea where they're working for the greater good. But, like, you just have some people that are just politicians for the sake of, of, of swinging their fucking dicks around and, like, having this power and making all this shit happen. And that's a huge part of the history of the way things have been done for so long. Yeah, it's... And I know that's sexist. It's about swinging dicks around. I apologize for that. I know there's some ladies out there that are making <laughs> shit happen in Washington. Well, I mean, it's not... I mean, it's a pretty accurate statement because that's what they're doing. <laughs> and it's it's a lot of dudes. Also, I was thinking of LBJ and, like, literally, like, he would make people look at his penis on a regular basis. Apparently, he had a fucking piece on him. Yeah, okay. Jumbo. Um, that was his nickname I've for I've got his some penis. friends that like to show theirs. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's like, hey, what time is it? And it's wrapped around that wrist. And I fall for it every time. Every time. Got me. Yeah. Uh, the chewed oh. gum one. Oh, yeah. Puck. That's Nutsack is never not funny. I, I, just, it's I hilarious. love some sack. They're really pretty do. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Good old human punching bag. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anything else you want to talk about? Or are you good? I don't know. I, I think I got it. Oh, I know it's important. I know it's important. Wait, what? What's important? Politics and like knowing what's going no, on. It's important that you raise your child and love her and like yes, make sure that the I next also, generation. All I'm saying is I know it should to be informed on what's going on oh, and it's what kind so of hard. It is so hard. It's they make it so hard. Right mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Just and, and you know what? You know what I fucking you know you know what I blame this on. Uh. Fucking computers and social media. <laughs> it's going to be the downfall of us. You think so? Oh, yeah. Uh, Machines are taking over. It's going to happen. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Doesn't matter. It's a, I mean, they already are. Yeah. They're, they're, they're taking over right now. Yeah. We are, that's how we're connected. Through this string of technology. But the same technology that's fucking all this stuff up also makes the Armageddon After Party available to... That's right, and we're fucking you up. 
tens of fans out there. And we're fucking them up. We are fucking them up with this technology. No, man, we're going worldwide on this. <laughs> you know that. God, that would be great if we got just, God, that's a, that should be our goal. <laughs> One listener out of, <laughs> A, out of Georgia, B, out of this, out of just the country. I haven't looked at the numbers in a while. I, I think we do have like some subscribers uh, over in uh, Europe and Russia. I'm God. not sure they'd maybe just be bots. I have no idea. Fuck, I, need to look I hope this, so. Uh... I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Going worldwide. Yeah. Maybe we can get North Korea. I don't think we're gonna break into North Korea. Uh, that's soon. our goal. We're gonna get an episode in to fucking North Korea. I was thinking, what if they could just drop essentially really powerful giant Wi-Fi routers or whatever well into North Korea with no markings of like United States, but like, hey, here's the internet. Check this shit out. You want to see fucking PP porn? We've got that for you. You want Facebook, unbridled social media? Have at it. They can't kill all of you, but the problem is they kind of can. He will that, put you in front of an anti-aircraft machine gun and destroy your face. How, how great would it be, though, to, like, expose those people to, like, reality TV? Oh, like, Jesus, Jersey Shore? No, not yet. You know, like, that kind of shit? That's like, too far down the road. Like, you when they finally are able to just be like, what is it? Like, to be able to explore and see? I would, if I lived in a, just a, a just a shrouded existence like that and then you just showed me some of the shit that's on television and like the desperate housewives not desperate housewives uh, real housewives of whatever the fuck ever or jersey shore below deck i would below deck's not that bad it's not that bad i will i will agree I, with you that it's I, not that bad i like the earlier seasons just just be honest with you right but, but i mean yeah there's some reality television that i would just be like my if my brain didn't explode i would probably kill you myself. know what i bet they would like a survivor Ooh, they survivor. would probably relate to that oh yeah yeah you know Stuck on an island. You, I don't think you can trust the translators. I think like the North Korean translators, there would be all sorts of shit inserted into like uh, how much they love Kim Jong Un. Yeah, that's true. The dear leader and all yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> well, you know. But yeah, I've, I've just thought about that. If you could just get the internet to people over there, but I don't let's know. let's try on the next one. Let's let's try to be more happy, or maybe even just crazy stories. But let's stay away from the political thing. <laughs> Because we never do really good with it. We need we need Dick Loverboy. We definitely need him. Uh, we always need him. Oh, yeah. The yeah. fucking that storm's coming. The fucking storm's coming. It really is. And he's driving right into the heart. Well, he's not driving the heart of it. There's such a fine line between absolute just bravery and just complete and utter foolishness. And I'm thinking he may be leaning towards foolishness. Do you think, you know, he doesn't watch much news? Oh, he's been avoiding the news. Maybe they just don't know. Surely they've got weather reports. That's not partisan stuff. I mean, you don't really, I mean, what what the Weather Channel does try to scare the shit out of you. So they may be right. You're like, oh, this is just alarmist. Fake news. Fake news bullshit from the Weather Channel. This hurricane's not nearly as bad. It's like, no, it's it's picking up strength and it's slowing down. What what book do you think he's listening to on the ride down there? Oh, I haven't thought about that. <laughs> you think he's back with the Dark Tower, making oh, his I'm wife? I'm guessing it's with Stephen King. Perfect. So yeah, might be perfect. I mean, I guess we're just we're just talking directly to you, Dick Loverboy. If uh, if you're on the way back, well, in the Infinite Universe, you know, there is a play where he makes it through the storm. Oh yeah, of he course. conquers just, this motherfucker where he rides the back of the storm. We just have to hope that this is the universe where he does make it back and we are able to record more episodes of the Armageddon After Party. Yeah. 
Um, I. <laughs> Do we continue? Oh yeah, we definitely go on with that. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. we're, yeah, we're not okay. stopping. No, right. there's, yeah, right. we'll we'll fill his chair with somebody. We'll find someone who to come in here. Well, maybe they'll get a little bit of sunshine, and yeah. at least maybe there won't be much traffic going down. Yeah, it'll be all the traffic coming back, and then when they're leaving and the storm's over, it'll work out for them again because there's gonna not be much traffic coming back this way. Yeah. So we're gonna hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they get all that all you can eat shrimp at that wonderful restaurant. <laughs> right there it's off the gold. It's called a blooming onion and it's mm. a delicacy like mm. you wouldn't believe. Just classic God Australian damn, delicacy. Damn, I forgot yeah. about the blooming onion. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I can't remember the outro at all. I've been trying to lately after party pod at gmail.com let us know questions if you have shit story glories we will read them on the air and if you like this version better and just the two <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> well, yeah we just started a splinter podcast uh yeah go on itunes give us a rating give us a comment give us anything like that. even if it's we negative it. we yes. just need a comment we we yeah we will thrive on your negative uh, yeah. information all of it Oh, yeah. All so, uh, yeah, Dick Loverboy, you can find him all over the internet. And if you want, capacities. go on down to Pensacola. Yeah, yeah, Pensacola. It'll be easy to find. He's going to be the only one there. I was going to say, if you cannot find Dick Loverboy on uh, the internet, go down to Panama City Beach and just scream his name. Just scream out Dick Loverboy. I guarantee at some point he will hear you. But get some whippets. Have some whippets. They have whippets there? Oh, Panama City? Oh, wow. You, did you ever go down there for spring break? Oh, dude. <laughs> that was the thing. You'd buy the canister, like the cracker, oh, yeah. the canister, and you could fit like 20 of those motherfuckers in there. Nice. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry. This episode is brought to you by Whippets. Check them out. <laughs> so, yeah, um, hit us up on the social media T E E J A Y Higgins on Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Gerald Importante, that's me, the Reverend Flores. I got back on the Twitter. Really? I'm not really, I'm not saying anything. Wow. I'm just kind of just observing, seeing shit. Yeah, <laughs> I've liked a few things. You take yourself out of Twitter isolation. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good idea to engage most people on Twitter. Oh yeah, probably so. Yeah, right. and then it just makes you kind of feel dirty afterwards. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hit us up on the social media. Email us. Let us know what you think of this episode. Um, that's all I've got, man. Are you good? We made it, you guys. We made it, you guys. We made it, guys. We made it through another, another episode. One. I mean, just, <laughs> we made it. Uh, all right, well, um, I don't do much of this, but prayers out to the Rev Flow. Thoughts and prayers. I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dick Loverboy, not Rev Flow. Sorry, fuck. No, I will gladly accept your thoughts I pulled a red. I'm being, I'm, I'm Dick Loverboy right now, and I just, I fucked that up. Oh, yeah. He's here with us in spirit. I d- I'll, I'll give prayers to you, too. Oh, of course. Thanks, man. Thanks. Um, damn, I truly fucking butchered that. <laughs> uh. Uh, so, Dick Loverboy, if you're listening, Godspeed. We hope you're alive. We hope you and Mrs. Loverboy have had a fantastic vacation. You're on your way back. Uh, we love you. We love all you guys out there. Hit us up on however you can possibly hit us up. Come find us at Little Kings. Come see us at uh, Heads or Cocktails, the next one coming out, first part of September. Looking forward to that. Oh, should we plug that or should we wait? No, no, I think it's plugged. September, the first Thursday in September. You know, <laughs> get out to Little Kings and see it, man. You know I that. I think it's the 5th. Something like that. Yeah, it's the 5th. Oh, yeah. Come out, have a cocktail with us. Maybe you'll laugh. 
<laughs> Maybe you'll cry. Maybe you'll cry. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, come on out. Oh, yeah? Good. So, I think that's it. So, in the spirit of Dick Loverboy, I will God, I really say, wish I would have done better there at the end. No, no, you're fine. I fucking butchered it. No, you're good. You're good. God damn it. So, I'm yeah. even drinking brown in whiskey. His, either in his memory or in his honor, whichever one is the result of this hurricane, I will now say, say goodnight, boys. Good night, boys. <laughs>